The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Van Fieren, and today's message is called Don't Reject His Gift. I'm going to say that again. Don't reject his gift. This is a love message. This is something that you want to listen to. This is something that you want to pay attention to. And because this message can change your life if you let it. Praise God. So I'm going to get into a word of prayer and then we can jump into today's Bible lesson. Father, Lord, we come before you in the precious name of Jesus Lord, I just love the fact that you love us. Lord, your word says we love because you first loved us. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you for loving us so much. Thank you, Lord, for proving your precious love to us. Lord, use me today to get this message through to your people. And Father, thank you for helping people open their ears Thank you for helping people open their hearts toward this message. And Lord, show them things that they've never seen before. In Jesus' precious holy name, amen. So I want to start off by reading Isaiah 5 verse 20, and this is from the King James Version. And it says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Now, where the world is today and where the world has been going for quite a while now, and you can see it's intensifying, they are saying that good is evil and evil is good. And you can see that all over the world. It's not just in one country. It's literally all over the world. And aren't we seeing that concerning Jesus? Now, I want to jump over to John 3.16, and I want to read... Verse 16 and verse 17, and I want you to see something. It says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is verse 17. Pay close attention. He says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So I'm going to read these two verses of scripture once again. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So God so loved the world that he sent Jesus. And when the Bible says that God so loved the world, he's not talking about the earth. He's talking about everyone that's living on this planet. Everyone. I'm going to say that again. Everyone. Every race, every gender, every age, regardless of what you've done. You know, the Bible says that God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Sin could not keep God's love back. You see that? God loved us so much, and he still does, that he sent Jesus. Now, verse 17 is very interesting. It says, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You know, God is not a condemning spirit. 
But you can see all over the world, and I've been seeing this in Hollywood movies for a long time now. I would say from maybe like the late 80s, the movies from the late 80s, and in the 90s, it started intensifying. And then in the 2000s, they they started uh, using Jesus' name in vain, and they started to curse God more and more and more. You know, the world is very condemning. And there's a spirit behind that, and that spirit is Satan. You know what Satan does? I'm going to tell you what Satan does. Satan turns your biggest help into your enemy. That's the way he paints that picture in a person's mind. God is our biggest help. God is the one that loved us from day one. God is the one that loved us even before the world began. That's why the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 and 20, that Jesus was ordained for us before the foundation of the world. Even before Adam and Eve sinned, God was loving us. Even before we were created, God was loving us. And he had a way to get us back. And that way was through Jesus. His original plan, obviously, he wanted to walk among us and fellowship with us. And you can see that in the Garden of Eden. He created man, uh, male and female, Adam and Eve. And he wanted Adam and Eve to grow that family. And he, he wanted his family to expand. And he wanted to spend time with us. He wanted to walk with us. And you can read in the book of Genesis how beautiful that Garden of Eden really was. And he wanted that garden to just expand all around the world. Like, uh, you know, just by reading that scripture, look, there's revelation in it. I do believe that. There's, and I believe there's different levels of revelation. But I don't know if we're ever going to see, by the Spirit in this lifetime now, how beautiful that garden really was. I think that maybe one day the Lord's going to reveal it to us. I'm not quite sure. Maybe there are people that study the garden out, and maybe the Lord is revealing to them how beautiful that garden is. But, you know, in the garden, there was no crime There was no hatred, there was no bitterness, there was no racism, there was nothing. There was just beauty, there was just love, there was just the blessing. And that's what the Lord wanted for his man. And when I say man, I'm talking about male and female. He wanted everyone to be surrounded by that 24-7. There was precious minerals there. That's what the Bible says. Gold, onyx stone, etc. And all that was for us. And you can see like where God's heart is. He knew Adam and Eve were going to sin. That's why before they, before God even created Adam and Eve, he had a backup plan to get us back. So he sends Jesus and Satan twist everything. I see it. Eh? I see it like Jesus is God's love to each and every one of us. And Satan knows this. And Satan lies to the people. Satan is the great deceiver. And he lies to the people. And he makes God and he makes Jesus the world's biggest enemy. And they really think that God is the enemy. And in the movies, they swear God. You know, they they use Jesus' name in vain. But, you know, God sent Jesus into the world not to condemn the world, but to rescue us. And they are actually swearing the love of God. They are swearing their deliverer. They are swearing their deliverance. You know, it's one thing to have a big mouth here on earth. But when a person's time is up and they step over into eternity, they are stuck in eternity forever. 
And a lot of people have gone to hell. And a lot of people have gone to heaven. You know, and I'm just thinking of Hollywood right now. There's a lot of actors and actresses that were young that passed away. And my question is, how much of those people are in hell today? And this is what I believe based on a lot of stuff I've seen in the Bible, based on a lot of stuff I've heard from trusted people that have gone to heaven. When a person steps over that side, you just know things. You just know things. If you want scripture for that, no problem. There was a rich man and a poor man, and the poor man, his name was Lazarus, and the rich man, he was living it up on earth, and the poor man was sleeping outside of this rich man's gate, and you know the story, the dogs would lick his wounds, and they both died, and the rich man went to hell, and Lazarus went into the bosom of Abraham, and when they both stepped over that side, they both knew things. This rich man knew Abraham. But yet, they have never met physically. But he stepped over into the... Well, they both stepped over into the spirit. And he knew who Abraham was. So, when you step over that side, you just know things. And a lot of people in hell today are going to know instantly that God was reaching out to them all this time. They're going to know that God is the one true God. They're going to know that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior of the world. They're going to know that. They're going to know throughout the entire life how God was just reaching out to them, reaching out to them, reaching out to them, reaching out to them, and they kept rejecting it. You know, I just find it so disrespectful where people can just curse Jesus, curse the Father, and God did not send His Son to condemn the world, but yet the world is condemning Him. Even the Pharisees condemned Him, and you can see how the devil was working. The devil was working around the clock because Jesus went about doing good and healing all that was sick. He was anointed. People were being raised from the dead. Captives were being set free. There were people that were demon-possessed that were loosed from their spirits. Those devils were cast out. People were being fed. People were being called into their callings. Just one good thing after the next. God's greatest blessing to humanity. And there was people... They turned against that. They actually listened to the devil. And they saw Jesus as the biggest threat. Jesus said himself, he didn't come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. And he did. He actually did. The stuff that he did, it was all holy. And I'm just seeing that like all over the world now. The wickedness is growing and growing and growing and growing. And people are losing their minds. They are acting so weird. You've never seen these sort of things back in the 90s. Yeah, sure. In the 90s, things were happening behind the scenes. I understand that. But now it's like wickedness has just opened up completely. So yeah, we have an almighty God that loves us, that has always loved us, that never wanted anyone to go to hell. As a matter of fact, hell was designed and created for Satan and those fallen angels. That's what hell was really created for. And the world started separating themselves from God. And they would listen to the devil over and over and over again. They would listen to the devil. They would rather choose the devil. They would rather choose unrighteousness over righteousness. You know, you can see the world where the world is today. Like people don't have morals. People are just crazy. They are crazy. There are some people that walk around literally with the devil inside of them. 
people that commit heinous crimes. That's the devil on the inside of them, man. That's where they've crossed over the line. What am I saying? The world will turn its back on any and everyone. The world does not have morals. Jesus is the only source of morals in this earth. He really is. And, you know, people need to start realizing, they need to start waking up. Time is running out. There has been a progression of wickedness over a number of years. And that progression is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You can just turn on your news and you can hear all these different types of wickedness happening all around the world. I'm telling you right now, time is running out. I don't know how much time is left. You know, you always get these different movements from time to time, you know, claiming they know when the rapture is happening and they try and deceive a person and all that. And they say, Jesus is coming back on this certain date. And I'm honest with you, I don't believe any of that because Jesus himself said in the word that no man knows the day or hour. And he said this, he said, not even he knows, but only the father knows. So if only the father knows when Jesus is coming back, how can people know when Jesus is coming back? It becomes very simple to understand the Bible when you actually read the Bible. It becomes very simple. You know, there's certain things that you don't have to pray about. But Jesus did tell us how to identify the season of his return. And he mentioned a lot of things that would happen in these last days. And it's every last one of those things that he quoted is currently happening right now. We have never seen wickedness on this level in our lives. You know, so... What am I saying? A person needs to get born again. You need to get born again. You need to invite Jesus into your heart. You know, that's the only way you're going to escape hell. That's the only way that you're going to be connected to someone who truly loves you. And that's the almighty God. You see, us as human beings, we need a spiritual Lord. And original spiritual Lord was the heavenly father. But when Satan deceived Adam and Eve... They got disconnected from God and they were connected to the devil. And us as human beings, you see, we're not, you know, people look at the flesh and they think this is it. And uh, there's a certain religion that believes that once a person dies, they go back into the ground and that's it. That's, that's the end of the story. That's the end of the show. But we are actually spirit beings. So the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. When a person dies, they step out of their body and they go to their chosen home. Yes, a person can choose where they want to spend eternity. And I've made that choice many years ago. And I said, you know what? I believe in what Jesus has done for me. I invite Jesus into my heart. You know, Jesus is the only way to the Father. I am adopted into the household of faith. I am adopted into the household of love. I made that decision. I chose where I want to spend eternity. And people that don't make that choice of accepting Jesus... Their choice has already been made by them. When a person rejects Jesus, when they reject God's salvation, they will spend eternity without him. And it's not God's fault. He sent Jesus because he loves us. That's why he sent Jesus, because God so loved the world. That's why. So I'm telling you right now, please, wherever you are, you could be listening to this message uh, in South Africa or all around the world. Pray the simple prayer. Say, God, I come before you in the name of Jesus. 
I believe that you loved the world so much that you sent Jesus into the world to take our sin. I believe that when you sent Jesus, you gave us an opportunity to get saved. You gave us an opportunity to come back to you. Lord, I believe what Jesus has done for me. I believe that Jesus did come to this earth. I do believe that Jesus did take my sin. I do believe that Jesus died for me on that cross, giving me a way to get back to you. So I receive Jesus in my heart. I open my heart up for him. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. And Lord, I am now saved in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you have done for me. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'm so happy to be part of your family. Amen. Now, if you pray that prayer, you are a Christian. But here's the thing. When you pray that prayer, you have to mean it from your heart. And if you did mean it from your heart and you prayed that prayer out loud, you are now saved. Uh, we want to hear from you if you prayed this prayer. And you can email us, let us know about the facts that you were adopted by God. Praise God. Our ministry email address is reachout, that's one word, reachout at thedailywitness.co.za. We would love to hear from you. God loves you, we love you, and remember, faith comes by hearing, so keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.